Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Welcome, everybody, to the American Made and Paid show. Hope you are all doing well. Zach here. I've got my co-host with me, Professor Greg, and I thought we'd shift gears here today. Uh, there's a lot to cover in the news, but you know what? As we always do it here, we always like to give our own commentary and independent thought. Some stuff that's been happening today, you know, obviously really big conservative bannings that have happened across a lot of platforms. A lot of individuals like Paul Joseph Watson, Laura Loomer, Alex Jones, and even Farrakhan actually got kicked off of Facebook. So yeah, that's just an update for a lot of you people just to let you guys know that I am tuning in to what's currently happening as far as censorship is concerned. Personally for me, my YouTube channel has been hit. Uh, pretty significantly, but you know what? There's not really anything I can do about it other than to continue to create content like this. So for those of you who are tuning into the American Man Page Show on a regular basis, I just want to take this time right now just to say thank you guys. Thank you for listening to us. We've been going strong for about four weeks now. I can't believe we've been doing this consistently. And you guys, you guys keep coming back. You're going to get a Monday to Friday show with myself and Professor Dreg every single day from Monday to Friday with, you know, an hour of our commentary so we can expand on some of these topics a little bit further. But today's topic, you know, what we want to dive into, because we always go in and out, <laughs> no pun intended, because it's related, <laughs> in and out. <laughs> We're going to talk about sex cults here, okay? And sex cults are not anything new in the United States. You know, we've idolized serial killers and cult leaders like Charles Manson, and you know Jim Jones. So we'll talk a little bit about them. But specifically, what is going on this week is this Nexium guru, Keith Rainier, who I'm sure most of you who have been following this for a while um, is are familiar with. And I actually heard of this cult from Allison Mack because she was a popular Hollywood actress on that TV show Smallville. And I had no idea that she was running a sex cult this whole time for a long time. You know, recruiting a lot of these young women to get into the so-called multi-level marketing platform that was nothing but just a brainwashing group. Um, but the, you know, they would, they were, they would pitch it like self self-development, right? So Keith Rainier um, founded this, you know, in the late nineties and it was supposed to be like a success program, a personal development cult. But then it turns out that, you know, there was just a lot of uh, crazy weirdo stuff going on, specifically women who were branded and forced into sexual slavery. So what do you know about this professor Greg? Cause Hey, you're from the streets. This is your business. <laughs> yeah, hey, this is this is exactly. I mean, this is nothing new. This is uh, this is a technique that we use to get ahead. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's just how it works. Uh, when you look at any aspect of the streets, how do you think we get ahead? We get ahead with this multi-level market. Mm -hmm. It's just you know when you're selling drugs. Or if you're a club promoter, this is what you do. You like uh, you you basically use sex 
to sell whatever it is. And that's a big marketing mantra. Sex yeah. sells, sex sells. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so, you know, this is what we do. But to this extent, eh, some of us do it that way and some of us don't. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you know, the, the next question, the next real question is why it happens, how it happens. Well, well let's dive into to the history of Nexium a little bit. By the way, it's NXIVM for those of you who aren't familiar with this organization because I want to get thorough with this show and then we'll talk about the psychology behind it. So ideally here since the late 90s, right, according to this New York Times article, an estimated 16,000 people have actually enrolled in this organization. Now, the way they coin it is a executive success program. Now, to give you guys a little bit of a story here because I like to tell stories Dude, I've spent time in sales. I personally have done network and multi-level marketing. You know, my parents did Amway back in the day. You familiar with Amway? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll jump into that. I got stories for days. But here's the thing. I got nothing against multi-level marketing. I think that to some degree, if you want to learn how to sell, you want to learn how to pitch people and network and everything, that's the way to do it. Even if you don't make money in it, like I spent a couple of months doing some multi-level marketing type stuff. I, I learned a ton. I learned how to communicate. I learned how to present. You know, I learned how to approach people coldly, you know, set appointments, take meetings and all that. That's fine. So this is an organization that's being pitched that way. And there's a lot of people that have had a lot of success in, you know, these multiple <coughs> marketing companies like Amway and Herbalife. Herbalife, that, that attracted yeah. a lot of controversy. We got to talk about that. But to take it back to Nexium here, the whole concept of it, and this is where I think they draw a lot of these women in, is that it's designed to create greater purpose, self-fulfillment by eliminating a lot of these psychological and emotional barriers, right? Which women are prone to. I'm just going to be honest. I mean, they're going after women here. So a lot of the participants go into these very secretive workshops and they, they, they coin it like management training. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, no, no, it's a, it's a total hoax. It's a total hoax, right, right? And hoax. people got drawn into that. People were giving up their careers, their lives, like Allison Mack and a lot of these women just like sold out of Hollywood and joined this cult leader who kind of looks like this dirty hippie Keith, Keith Rainier and kind of talks real like crass kind of like you you know he knows how to he knows how to finesse women right you called him a dirty looking hippie no I I don't I mean that colloquially but I, no I know but just colloquial speaking the image of Jesus kind of you know the dirty white guy with the yeah and other stuff and why do women go nuts for bearded guys with long hair I don't get it well, <laughs> if they're looking for spiritual guidance, so that, that, that answers some of it. But it's we'll get into the why later. I want you to break down. Like, like, I, just want to, I just want to hear you break down uh, Nexium. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, so I mean like there's tons of accounts from it. And because of the secrecy of the organization, right, a lot of the information that we have now that, you know, Keith Rainier, who's he's being indicted on, convicted on, as well as a lot of his followers – is due to the fact that there's a lot of um, you know women's testimonies that have come out where it's like you know they get they get forced into a home in a dark home or whatever forced to strip naked and then they get branded and then like ideally a lot of the members right these are again you have to understand that there's That's no real great. breakdown he's <laughs> these are all from emotional anecdotal accounts from women former members have you know depicted him just as this guy who was very very persuasive knew how to manipulate his adherence and he would have sex with all these women right he would urge women to kind of like follow all these different methods to ensure their success and fulfillment and he would basically like he basically 
had them enslaved. Like they were branded and they would go undergo these crazy starvation, restrictive diets to get to the physique that he found appealing. Right. I mean, like, it's just, I don't, I I don't really have a firm grasp onto what these women were getting out of it, but I feel like there's just something about them being gravitated to this man. They call them Vanguard, right? Almost like a daddy, almost just like this guy who would help them out. So the thing is, it's a, it was a secret society, right? So maybe there was compensation. Maybe there was development. They have well, a lot of... Hold on, hold on, hold on. But here's a couple of mistakes. One, it wasn't that much of a secret. Because mm. see, these cults, they have a lot of feelers out there. Right. And, uh, and here's the thing. This dude was nothing more than a pimp. <laughs> no, but it's the truth. Because yeah, yeah. he called it, even said daddy. I mean, have you ever heard of that expression, pimp daddy? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. It's the same mentality. It's, it's these women are looking for a father figure. But not so much, you know, like a real dad, like their dad, but like a father figure and a spiritual leader. Mm-hmm. That's what they're looking for. And here's the thing. For some odd reason, and, and well, it's not an odd reason. It's, it's just biological. Uh, you can control women through sex. You can. It's just one of those things. Women are made biologically different than men. That's always what's going to be. When a woman achieves orgasm, Uh she has biochemistry changes that, uh, I don't want to, how do you say this without sounding crass? Uh, Well, basically, when when a lady orgasms, the biological changes in her body gives this fake feeling of love. So they literally will feel like, hey, that's love. I'm in love. Her biochemistry will somehow trigger in her head love. But men don't feel that. When a man achieves orgasm, they don't have the same chemical changes in their body like a woman does. Mm -hmm. So those men who know this, they will use that to control women. It's real easy. You know, you could do it in pimping. You could do it in cults. You could do it at the workplace. Yeah. Because, I mean, think about it. There was a very famous actress from Smallville who was a very important part of Nexium. Why? Because she's been through the casting couch. (laughs) But they are conditioned through certain aspects of... And, uh, you know, I I don't mean to laugh because (laughs) there might have been some messed up stuff happening here. But the thing is... You know, Allison Mack, right? I mean, she she was in a in a position of influence, considerable influence, and she was, you know, basically what his right hand man for like ten years or something. I I don't even know. I don't follow. But um, the thing here was just the fact that this guy was able to put together a cult, right, where thousands of people joined in, and they would pay thousands of dollars, right, for these courses. <laughs> yeah, and the technique is true. Is, is the psychological and emotional roadblock. So ideally, you know, here's the thing. If you see the parallel of that, these women were paying this guy to basically coitus them down. Just like the way a pimp would. Right, right. Their pimp money in so, the same fashion for protection, for advancement, for 
executive level street training. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but see, let's explore this. So let's dive into the street aspect of it. How does a pimp recruit women the same way Keith Rainier was doing it? And They're what friends. The exact same, there is no difference. So if you have one right. and you have a girlfriend and then you tell that girl, hey, go get your friends for me. And then it's the same thing. It's the same manipulations. It's the same, hey, you know, you're beautiful. You know, they, a lot of compliments, you know, they build you up. Right. Because that's the whole thing. You have to build up somebody based on truths that you see. And they're really good at this. You have to be very good at, you know, at assessments. And uh, if you don't know how to assess a person, and they teach you this in nursing school, believe it or not, uh, assessments is what nurses do. So these cult leaders, these pimps, yeah, they have some sort of like sixth sense type of ability to assess people for survival as part of a survival mechanism and if you could do that oh my goodness you could do anything so politicians have that to an extent um you know these cult leaders have this to an extent and obviously pimps have this to an extent talent scouts have you know everybody who does this this is what they do salesmen yeah, salesman. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but but I'm telling you, this is if it if you don't have ethics, it can go bad really quickly. Yeah. So, and I I honestly don't know much about Nexium, like their inner workings, but this is no different than Scientology. This is no different <laughs> yeah. than than almost anything. And, and, and I'm telling you now. Uh, I blame Christians for cults. Every single cult that is out there is the fault of Christian people. Because we've been talking about this on the podcast. Remember that that verse from the Bible where we're talking about the carnal mind? Yeah. Well, obviously the misuse of it, right, because of human flaws is what a lot of these people take advantage of. No, but I'm telling you, you got to read. This is insane. It's Romans 8. Chapter 8, verses 6 through 11. And this is, this is literally what it says. For to be carnally minded is death. <laughs> it literally says that. That's, that's the whole premise of progressive ideology. It is a suicidal behavior. It is because why? It is based on being carnally minded. As in, the, 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 so in this case... Because you did take that verse. I'm glad, first of all, let me just commend you for finding that verse. That's what no, Remember, I told you, we were talking about that. You said it, and then I was, you know, asleep. And then this thing came on TV at 7 o'clock in the morning. And this guy, he didn't, he didn't say chapter, he didn't say verse 6. He started with verse, uh, ver- oh, he only actually read verse 7. Uh, and that is... Uh, oh, okay, so this is why I blame Christians. <laughs> because, see, only you got to be a Christian to know this. Because God knows I never knew this. Uh, uh, to be, okay, so it, to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Are you effing kidding me? To be spiritually minded is life and peace. See, that's the kind of stuff 
we're not taught. We're not. But we're taught about the carnal mind. Anyway, so here, and here's verse 7. Because the carnal mind is enmity, enmity, that's a real important word, enmity. Mm-hmm. Enmity has it is in today, it means pure hatred. That's what it means. Enmity against God. So because the carnal mind, and it's, it's the word, the sentence starts with because. So you got to really understand that word because. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. So, I'll, you know, another way of saying it is because the carnal mind hates God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. See, that's real important. And that's how cults are started. It yeah. just is. It's that's, that's a good point. It's all of these atheists, because I was, remember, you got to remember, as an atheist myself, I mean, I believe in God now, but, but I don't think people really understand what God is or who he, I don't know, I could well, be wrong. Well, so, so, so we, we, if we continue on that, right, because I want to tie this back to, to Keith Rainier here, ideally the next thing that it also says about the spirit of life, the pursuit of life, which is what he was selling to all of his followers was the fact that, hey, you know, you need to to be able to to I guess partake in the lustful passions of the flesh or whatever. And it says right there that those that are in the flesh, because that's part of the carnal mind, cannot please God. But let's go back to let's go back to to verse seven, because that's real important. And this actually you totally reminded me of something, because uh, this is one of the flaws of Christianity and Christian people. So we got to remember, verse 7 literally says that God has no laws or cannot control the carnal mind. He doesn't have some, like, according to this, for it is not subject to the law of God. And that's the thing. If you're not subject to the laws of, uh, of the streets or the laws of the city, that means you're not a part of it. So anybody caught in the carnal mind is not under God's jurisdiction in modern speak. Well, because, yeah, and you haven't made the decision to give yourself to God. Well, see, but then it goes back to verse 6. See, this is something only Christians know. But here's the problem with Christians. Because, like, yesterday we were talking, and I told you something. And then you said, thank you for those kind words. And in my mind, I'm thinking, what the hell are you thanking me for? My words are not kind. They're not kind. My words are not kind. They're just truthful. If it's a fact, it is not neither nice or hateful. It's just a fact. It is neutral. And the thing is, most Christians are so humble, they say, oh, thank, those are kind words. But that's the thing. That humility is not good because it stops people from doing the right thing like if you have a good heart or whatever they call it whatever this stuff does because you know i really don't know what it does and like because i'm thinking spiritually might even know what that is but but i'm assuming these are christians because this is a a principle unique to christians jews don't do this uh Muslims don't do this. Obviously, Buddhists don't do this. Uh-huh. Nobody 
does this. This is actually unique. And this is why I find Christianity so fascinating because this is the only thing that actually works on the streets. If you want to stop pimping or if you want to stop, you know, how are you going to recover from a cult? How are you going to, how, why does AA even work? See, because nobody understands this concept about carnal mind is death and how the spiritual mind is life and peace. And I'm telling you now, when a Christian person like yourself hears something positive about themselves or whatever, you take it as kind words. And that literally to me means you don't believe it. If you don't believe it, because if you're thinking it's kind, you don't believe it yourself. And if you don't believe it, how can a Christian ever lead anywhere? if they don't know the facts about themselves and if they believe speaking about those facts is somehow some way bragging it is not bragging if it is true i'm smart i'm extremely intelligent all cult leaders are <laughs> that's the thing because people think oh jim jones he was a wacko no he wasn't he made himself a god this guy keith rainier he made himself a God, not because he was dumb. It was because he was smart and he knew it. And when you know that you're smart, you can get away with anything because you will surround yourself with a bunch of dolts. Dolts mean stupid people for mm -hmm. those who don't know. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I know I, I, I well, use a lot you're, of You're absolutely out. right. You know, I don't think anybody's denying the skillful you know, and intelligent nature of a lot of these people who start cults because clearly people are following them for a reason, right? People are not following them to feel dumber, to feel worse. And that's the thing is Mr. Rainier was, you know, really, really good at convincing his followers. And he was also good at, and here's another thing too about being smart, too smart, especially if it's unethical, it turns you into a pathological liar too. You yeah, really good at doing it. And but here's the trouble with lies. I, I want to get to that. I want to get to yeah. that because that's okay. what cripples people. But no, no, go ahead. Speak well, no, every lie is based on truth. That's what makes lies so powerful because all, every single lie is rooted in the truth. That, and that's really scary when you think about it. Really? Lies are based on truth? Hell yeah. It's just a spin. They call it now like, you know, what's his name? Uh, the guy from the no spin zone, you know, uh, what's this guy? I'm uh, not really too sure. No, no. Some guy, uh, he's a very famous guy, conservative and his radio show is called the no spin zone. Hmm. Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. So Bill O'Reilly is this dude with the no spin zone. And he's like one of those pseudo Christian guys. And, and that's the thing. It's like, see, and, and I believe well, this is not a belief. The United States is the only true Christian country. It is. There right. is no other Christian country on the planet. It's just how it works. You know, Israel obviously is a Jewish state. Uh, Germany is not a, uh, you cannot have, uh, you know, it's a socialist, you know, country. And then so places like England where it's kind of really, based on a monarchy and, 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 you know, the whole caste system, <clears throat> those are bastardizations of what I believe 
is the Christian faith. So in the United States, based on my limited knowledge of, about Jesus's philosophy or the philosophy of Christianity, it's kind of based on this whole spiritual, spiritually minded is life and peace. So the U.S. literally is founded on those principles. Why? Because, you know, unalienable rights. So, you know, but in order to understand unalienable rights, you have to have some sort of spiritual peace in your mind. You know, so that said, the U.S. is unique in that. But the leaderships have always lied about Christianity. Always. There's very few Christian people who probably are truly Christian. Yeah, I would agree with that. You know what I mean? Because it's like, if you know anything about prisons, you know prisons should not exist. It goes against the fiber of man. And, and then people go, yeah, but you're for crime. It's like, no, I'm not. I was like, I don't believe in, like, I honestly don't believe in crimes. Like, it's just. Well, do you, you just, know? well, how do you suppose that people, right? Maybe you don't believe in the prison system, right? But what's the alternative here for re-educating, helping, or even perhaps correcting the actions of well, people who got Remember this. Remember Alexander Hamilton and Andrew Burr? Yeah. How do they handle their dispute? They did a duel and they shot exactly. each other. What and and wasn't Hamilton the president of the United States? <laughs> no, no, but he was the president of the Fe of the Treasury. I think he he didn't yeah, make it to the president. Like that. He, he was, he was yeah. an important man in leadership. Yeah, yeah, Federalist Papers. You know that guy. Yeah. So and the, here is my point. It's an interesting thought, actually. Now that I think about it. No, no, but think about yeah. that. I was that like, oh wait, wait, wait a minute. That actually makes a lot of sense. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, no, because, and see, and that's the thing, it's like, because for whatever reasons, this yeah. Romans 8, chapter 8, verse 6 through 11, kind of explains why prisons are bad. I mean, people don't really see it, but that's why you don't have prisons. This is why you don't, you know, you got to handle your own disputes. And whatever happens is going to happen, you know, and, and realistically, and, and, I don't know, this might sound scary to me, but but this is probably why, because remember we were talking about the Bible, how I believe the book of Moses is just a book of, it's an instruction manual on technology, on tech. That's what it is. The first, you know, Genesis is just an instructions trying to understand tech and everything else is spiritual. But from what I can tell, these Jews are really messed up spiritually, <laughs> but they weren't, they didn't understand anything. That's why they had so many problems to this day. They have the same problems that they had 10,000 years ago <laughs> because their mind is spiritually messed up. And then if you ever like this whole thing kind of really breaks it down because, you know, I don't want to say most Jews believe in cults, but they kind of do look at Madonna. Madonna belonged to that Jewish cult. Why? Hell if I know, but she's all about sex and, and sex, sex. You think of Madonna, even her name is Madonna. You know what I mean? It's like, and she's all about sex. So she joined some Jewish, Jewish cult. Yeah. That's what she did. 
<laughs> anyway, so, but my thing is, it's really the fault of Christians. You see all of these weird faults, uh, 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 cults? It's because of Christianity. What's Scientology? It's a weird form of Christianity. What is Jehovah's Witnesses? <laughs> okay, so in, in defense of, of this, because I am going to, I am going to counter that slightly, right? You could say that it's because of Christians or Christianity, or you could also say because, and this is actually also even mentioned in the Bible when John has his final revelation on Patmos. Like this is literally said verbatim where God says there are people out there who call themselves Jews, just like there are people out there that call themselves Christians, but really they're just fakers. They are the antichrist. They are people who basically claim to be but are not like so what you're saying with, with all these cults whether it's i don't you know i don't know about scientology i don't know anything about it but these sex cults right that basically prey on the carnal mind right and be, like like you said satanism satanism is basically just anything that feels good go for it that that's basically what it is but we all know that everything that feels good isn't always good for you it will kill you exactly so, what I'm trying to say is this, in defense of Christianity, it's not because of Christianity. It's because people who want to claim it for themselves and be God and they want, you know what I mean? They are after their own selfish pursuits because it, here's the thing. You mentioned this just a few minutes ago. You talked about humility, right? If it wasn't about that, everybody would be taking that and, t and, and basically using it for their own means. They, they'd be selfish, right? Without humility, you're selfish. You're selfish, you think of yourself, and if you're smarter than most people, guess what? And you don't have ethics, you don't have the moral compass? Think about what happens. Like, Keith Rainier and Jim Jones, Jim Jones especially, are two rather extreme, but very, very evident. Like, these are perfect examples of what we're talking about. You know, like Jim Jones, right? Didn't he, didn't he coin his cult as being like a Christian? Charles Manson, I think, even to some degree. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, but they all believed in God. All of them. Yeah. They all oh, did. That you is, take it, it and then you twist it. Is, is but, let me, but here's my challenge about humility. I don't believe that Christians should be humble. Because there is such huh. a thing as false humility. False humility is what we do on the streets. We fake our humility because, you know, we let other people tell us how smart we are and how brilliant we are. That's how cults work. It's the whole thing with multi-level marketing because when you really think about it, Jesus was into multi -level. He was like very first one that was Jesus, then his 12 followers, and then those 12 followers, you know, spread it on and on. And, but are you trying to think of this as an MLM? <laughs> But that's what it is. But here's the difference. And the difference is this. It's the spiritual minded is life and peace. And if he's the only one with this secret, because he's the only one that understands it, then he shouldn't be humble about it. And I don't think Jesus was a humble man. He lived, I don't know shit about Jesus, but, you know, I, I just don't see a guy like Jesus being that humble. You know, he, he couldn't be because if he had to do miracles and stuff like that, you know, you got to have a real strong belief that you can do it. <laughs> and that's not, you well, can't. It's can, not about believing, it's about being. And he was. Yeah, and that's so my could. point. See, and it kind of goes back to you. See, now, 
if you were in Jesus' shoes, you probably wouldn't do it because you'd be like, oh, those are nice words. And therefore, you're going to sit on those nice words because you're too humble to do something about it because you're thinking it's nice. You know what I'm saying? And that's the difference between, like, I think a real Christian or I don't want but Jesus and what he did in his time and what Christians are doing today. I don't see any Christians doing any miracles. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see any Christians trying to take over the streets other than those victory outreach people. But, man, they're crazy. It's like a cult <laughs> because they got the right idea based on this thing about being spiritual minded and, you know, for life and peace. But victory outreach, that's another cult. Even though it's a Christian, like there's a ton of Christian cults. And I believe most cults just breaking down how cults are. It's based on Christianity with no Christian. <laughs> yeah, no, well, so, so you're right. You're right. It, it kind of refutes the whole real basis of Christianity based on that. But let, let's, let's give our listeners more perspective here because I get what you're saying, right? But tell them a little bit more about, because you know more about Jim Jones and his whole People's Temple cult more so than I do. I'm hugely curious about Jim Jones. And I only really knew more about him when you told me about him. I mean, this guy was very famous in California. The whole drink the Kool-Aid, die by the Kool-Aid. That's where the expression yeah. comes from. He drank so. the No, but he had it. He had, it was, it, it's nothing different than Nexium. It was a sex cult. It He's was technically the first of the Christian left, if you think about it. Like, and, and then that's, and we talked about that. There is now this movement of the Christian left. Everybody's right. starting to understand that you could start your own cult and get political power, get political muscle. And Jim Jones had a lot of political muscle. He had a lot of political influence. And if it wasn't for him having sex with like teenage girls, he would have stayed in California. You know, but he was forced out because they were going to arrest him for, you know, uh, you know, sex with minors and, and, and maybe some sort of like polygamy thing going on. I don't know. But I do remember he got caught having sex with kids and, uh, you know, kids, I don't want to say like 10 years old, but, you know, little girls like, you know, 14, 15, you know. Yeah, some, some of the biggest critics of Christianity are coming from the same perspective you're coming from if you were an atheist. Like think about like think about someone like Bill Maher, right? I'm sure you're familiar with Bill Maher, real time with Bill Maher. Yeah. He's a huge critic of not just Christianity, but all religions in general. He's like a, a Hitchens type. And uh, I'm sure, I don't know if you ever saw that movie about 10 years ago called Relig Religulous or Religulous. Yeah, yeah. No, I've never seen it, movie. but I know all about Bill but Maher. Yeah, yeah, but he so basically he just goes in around the world, you know, interviewing all these different people from different religious uh, denominations, whether it's Judaism, uh, Islam, or Christianity. Primarily those three, a little bit of Catholicism, and you know, Bill Maher, right? His his whole shtick is is making fun of how ridiculous you know Christians are. He's always got like circumcision jokes and all that kind of funny stuff. But <laughs> but, but that's but that's the thing. So what I'm trying to tie it back to is the whole like when we find out about people like Jim Jones, right. Or Keith Rainier, it's like, you find out that because these people think they're God and they can get away with whatever, when you find out that they're doing very, very evil stuff and it's tied back to well, cause with him, it was the assemblies of God denomination. So he was tied to that. That's where, unfortunately 
these events, right, of mass murder by people like Jim Jones or whether it's, you know, explicit, disgusting pornography that he possessed and he was doing all kinds of weird stuff with kids. Keith Raniere is the same way. You know, unfortunately, people who can't really think a little bit more for themselves and just digest a lot of these quick cues, they're just going to go, well, we blame Christianity. We blame the, the radicalization of individuals. But if you think about it, it's just a bunch of stupid people that fell for something. But that's the problem here is we, we don't separate the ideology from the individual. And why is that important that I say it here on this podcast? Because politics is exactly the same way. Conservatism, as we think of it, has a lot of, I guess, what the, what the internet calls milk toast, neocons or lukewarm conservatives. Basically what we've been talking about this whole time, which is just, it's more about the individual. It's not the ideology. It's, in the, it's, the, it's the individual. Everything is about that, right? Except that your rights come from God and not government. Yep. I'm almost convinced that, I know, like, seriously, I am almost convinced that Jesus is real. <laughs> no, like, his, I'm almost convinced of it because I'm telling you now, this is some crazy, crazy, like, everything you said was was really spot on. But the sad thing is nobody understands the philosophy that Jesus was trying to tell people. Because think about it. What is the downfall of almost everybody? It's always sex. It almost took down Trump. It almost took down Clinton. It almost, you know what? And it exposes everybody. This whole thing about sex is, it's insane. It, but here's the thing that blows me away. You're like the only person I know that actually, you know, gave up and you can actually recognize something wrong with porn. You know what I mean? Like, and that's, and that's something that that's, you don't see, you know what I mean? And I, I'm telling you now there is, people don't understand that sex has nothing to do with love. And I'm pretty sure that's, you can get that from that Bible verse uh, from Romans chapter eight, verse seven, or actually it was verse six, because it literally says that the spiritual minded is life and peace. But, you know, so what does that mean about sex? Carnal mind just means sex. And if you can control people through sex because God doesn't control it, well, there you go. Now you know how it works in the streets. Mm-hmm. Because if God can't control it, then other people can't. And who are the only people who could honestly be trusted with sex? Because I guarantee you, I will never trust my kid, you know, who are, happen to be females <laughs> with other people. Hell no. Because I know how, you know, how they can think. And it's just how it works. Yeah, well, especially, you know, in this case with Rainier, with with females. But sexuality is no doubt, you know, forever going to be the strongest duality, the strongest force in human beings, right? And even, like, oh, man, this is where... What brought down the Catholic Church? Yeah, I I know. I was going to get to that. It's the same thing with Rome. Rome. What fell apart because of sex. And arguably, you could say that maybe even the Mongolian Empire, too, because Genghis Khan pumping out kids like crazy. No, but think about this. 
No, but no, but think about this. You know, because uh, like something tells me your ancestors have Mongolian. Like they're, you know, you guys come from Mongolia. It's very possible China was invaded so many times that like. I mean, not Mongolian, Mandarin. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm from the South Chinese province, so yeah, it's definitely possible. But how did the Mandarin people control everybody? Well, Mandarin's a language. Do you mean Chinese people, like the Han yeah. people? Yeah, how did the Mandarins do it? First, they were, you know, everybody respected the Mandarins because they're the most educated. It's the truth. And then what they do? They got them high. And then opiates. What, opiates, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But here, but, and, it, and it goes into cults. The Mandarins were a cult-like people. I'm telling you now, just like everything is gang-related because- People are inherently that, tribal and they're cults. Yeah, exactly. It's all gang related. So the Mandarins, they were the smart ones, the ones with the best education, never got dirty. They weren't the ones working in the coal mines or making rice. You know what I mean? They weren't doing that. <laughs> yeah. So what do they do? They got everybody high. And then once they get you high, then they get you addicted to sex. That's why Chinese people love Christianity right now. I'm telling you now, it's a crazy thing. But a lot of like these old ass Chinese dudes that used to be Buddhist, now they're getting to be Christian. It's, ama it's amazing for me to see this kind of stuff because I actually met this. But anyway, it doesn't matter who I met yesterday, but uh, some old Chinese. <laughs> I bet you Buddhist. Like, no, nah, I'm Christian now. I was like, really? So why? And then, you know, he's in his 70s, and he's like, I'm dying, and it just makes sense. And I'm like, oh, man, nigga. <laughs> like, after all these years. But anyway. Uh, that's, that's funny, man. That's but, funny. but think about that. That is cult yeah. techniques. What did this Rainier guy do? His IQ supposedly is off the charts. He's like you. Smartest dude. Yeah, he's a smart dude. He's you could probably go head-to-head -head with him. <laughs> No, I destroy him. You know, I'm, <laughs> That's keeping like, it real. No, no, because I do. Like I'm telling you now, like just reading that verse because I finally found it, and then I'm thinking, holy crap, I found it. But I understand this stuff. I'm telling you now, most people, and this is all Christian people. This is why cults happen because they're smart guys, and then they get you intoxicated with whatever it is however they get you high. i mean people are drinking people are you know getting high with marijuana because like instead of opioids you know everybody's like seriously everybody in california is getting high you know right. it smells like weed i'm pretty sure if you go to denver it smells like weed everybody's smoking but it, but that's how you do it and then once you do that you get them addicted to sex and the person who can get you addicted to sex without getting you high is going to be your leader. This is how it works because people confuse sex with love. And it literally says it in the Bible that it's not. God has no dominion, no jurisdiction over sex. He doesn't. That's not God's thing. That's not his law. He cannot control it. It says it in Romans 8. And But what he does control, if you want life and peace, is the spiritual minded. That's what it says, literally says it in the Bible, and nobody knows it. Like, I've never heard anyone speak about it except for you and that other dude. 
on TV who might have been dead 20, 30 years ago. I don't know, but he was an old, old man. And I'm thinking maybe this is why old men are so wise because they don't care about sex anymore. You can think clearly for once. So, you know, no, but it's true. But it's really rare for a young dude to know this type of stuff. And if you're a young man who knows this, kind of like the way Jesus was a young man that knew this, those are the parallels. So if Jesus knew it, then he had all of these great things and doing all these great things. And then, you know, he was the first one to do multi-level marketing, probably. That's, that's, that's funny. I'm stealing that. Like, <laughs> no, but it's the truth. I know. I know. It, to, to, to some degree, that does make sense. But it, that's funny. But the difference was he was spiritually minded. And he, like, because I'll never forget this one about the whole thing about divorce. And he said, because I was always against Christianity because of thought crimes. And I was like, nah, Jesus is crazy. He was... He believed in thought crimes because the whole thing about if you're uh, going to divorce somebody, you know, if you have lustful thoughts and you committed adultery in your mind and therefore you should grant her divorce. But see, I didn't know about the whole carnal mind aspect of it. Right, you know right. I mean? So, and, and he doesn't really break it down because he's not a lawyer. <laughs> but if you were going to argue this in court, you would say that be the reason why your wife should get a divorce is because God has no dominion over your carnal mind and your dirty thoughts are inevitably going to make you cheat because you don't have a spiritual mind and you don't want life or peace. You just want lust, lust, lust. And that's why you don't have any forgiveness in you. Now, because I always thought Jesus was weak because seriously on the streets or in, look at your cult. I guarantee that's why they branded you. Because why do they brand you? Because that's a sign of strength. Because, you know, that's your mark. And uh, you got to have a mark because your mark shows strength and, and, and power. And, uh, you know, just, I mean, Jesus, they were branding them like cows. And that yeah. next literally they would okay so just to say kind of take it back there not that i want to get too into it but he would literally like they were instructed to undress these women and like they would basically strap them onto a, like a massage table and like brand them with a like literally a, a device that would sear basically a symbol yeah a cattle pack. yeah yeah a cattle yeah. and it would take like 30 minutes to do and like dude like that's crazy. Like that's the ultimate power. Like that's like, yeah, that's like, I'm going to strap you down and phew, here's my strength. And oh, I'm it, it is, it's, it's basically master. I'm your slave now. Like that's yeah. basically it, you know? And then to take it back, like, it's just, you know, I think he, gosh, I mean, these women in their thirties and forties, let's just like, yeah. And why is that? See, and he targeted them specifically because, one, it's hard to get hot chicks in their 20s following your BS because they can have anybody, and they know that power. But once your body slows down... Once you hit the wall. <laughs> yeah, and it's sad, but boom. And then, look, men are not giving you the same attention that you were getting in your 20s, and this guy knew that. Yeah. So that was his whole shtick. And that's why his IQ, I don't know how high it was, but did I destroy him in a debate or in anything? I just destroy him because he, he, you know, he doesn't know how to turn people. Dude, I could turn people to this day. I can still get people in there. I can get anybody to follow me. 
You know what I mean? Like I could just turn them easy, 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 easy. It's not that hard. So it is not hard to give a person a compliment and make them do what you want. It's not that hard. It's because why? Nobody has a spiritual mind. I guarantee you this. I've never tried, but it would be interesting to, to, for me to try to turn a real hardcore Christian. Now, now I feel like doing an experiment. Like, you know what? I wonder if I could turn some Christian people. But I don't think I could because they don't care about sex. They would take away my one weapon. <laughs> Seriously, I got two weapons, strength, physical strength, and sex. And if, and if you take that away, because in theory, Christians aren't supposed to fight. They're not. It's just, but that's why, but in my mind, I always thought that was bizarre. It's like, what? How yeah. can you? But no, 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 it makes perfect sense. Because here is the thing. I mean, I know we have a strong military and all this other stuff, and I'm all for that kind of, because you need it. But at the same time, if you, if, if, from my understanding, if you actually love the other dude and just kind of like forgive him, you're not even going to be angry. And then you're going to be like, you know what, let's talk this out. Let's hash it out. What do you want? And then, and then, and then you give up some concessions because it doesn't matter anymore. That's right. And, but the thing, but on the streets, that's the sign of weakness. But in theory, no, it's not because you're actually growing. And then you grow your empire. I mean, you can grow your empire through concessions because no one's ever going to be happy. And what difference does it make anyway? Because you, when you die, you can't, die, you can't, you know, you're not going to die with your money. You're not Egyptian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's the truth because it, is, it, is. It, it was like a weird ass cult. Like there was an entire country based on a cult, you know, like, and I love brother polite, but he, he's like a cult leader. You know, the Egyptian dude, if he, I don't know, I'm, I'm not saying anything negative about Brother Polite, but Brother Polite, mm -hmm. if you like Farrakhan, I respect them both. I respect Farrakhan and I respect Brother Polite, but they're just cult leaders. That's all they are. That is yeah. all they are, are just a bunch of cult leaders and, you know, but they do good for their community. And, yeah. and that's why I can never knock it. But, you know, because I honestly don't know. Like, you know, is a cult really that bad? I don't know. It works for them. Who's to say? Oh, you know, yeah. I don't know because I, I don't know. I mean, because like when I talk about Jesus, I feel like I don't really don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But, <laughs> but from what I do know, oh, I could destroy a lot of preachers over this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I don't think they really understand the difference. See, because like, remember what we were talking about? Uh, a, a while back and this really ties into cult mentality we were talking about how i wish that i didn't have sex until i was like until married or like way later in my 20s like 25 26 or something like that but that's why because i was exposed to sex at a very young age you know like literally uh, I was probably like six or seven, and I saw some chick named Candy Samples, you know? <laughs> so you made that up. <laughs> no, her name is, that's her name. Her, she's an old-school porn star, Candy Samples. It's funny. So, uh, uh, yeah, so that's what I was exposed to and all that other crazy stuff. But that messed up my mind growing up. It just did. It just, it just messed. And I never knew I was messed up until recently. You know, until you really are in a real relationship based on something. 
You, right. you know what I mean? So, and I hate to say, which is kind of weird because normally women don't control men. But in this instance, I was manipulated by a woman. <laughs> it happens. But I, I do want to quickly, I, 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 again, totally see that happening. And you're right, you know, especially with how people are being manipulated. Just to shift gears real quick, I threw up a video today about Farrakhan being banned. And I just thought real quickly, let's touch on Farrakhan because Farrakhan, out of the people who were banned, right, from the, in, in recent news, is the anomaly here. But my argument for this is because even though most conservatives would disagree with Farrakhan for his anti-Jew statements or whatever, you know why he's a problem to progressives? Why? Because he's actually gone into prisons and he's actually helped out the black community. And it's like, <laughs> they don't want. They, they, don't, they implicitly don't want that. But they can't just come out and say, Farrakhan, is, you know what I mean? Like, stop doing what you're doing. It's like that guy for four or five decades has been doing that. He's helped people in prisons. There was this girl, Tamika Mallory. I don't know if you're familiar with her. She's a leftist. She goes to the Women's March and she can't denounce Farrakhan despite his more polarizing, hateful statements at times because of the fact that he helped her out. See, that, see, that's the thing that people, I think this also ties into the cult-like mentality because they may say a lot of crazy stuff, but it's basically like, this is also what was happening in Nexium, right? I'm not comparing Nation of Islam to Nexium here, by the way. For people who are listening, don't freak out. What I'm trying to say here is, I give you this. I provide you with safety, with security, these promises, right? Whether they're, they're delivered on or not. So you will not, this is the thing with Tamika Mallory, she will not denounce Farrakhan for his language because of what he did for her. Well. But think about this. Remember now, what did Farrakhan do? What did the nation of Islam do? They used it. It's a sex cult. But I'll tell you. See, you can laugh. But no, if you, no, I'm not laughing at you. I'm just. You no, 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 no. But you can laugh at that statement. But think about this. In prison, guess who's not having sex? The Muslims. We talked That's about That's right. Because sex goes both ways. When you get out. Them dudes, they be, they be coitusing a lot of chicks, a lot of them. And I know Farrakhan, he coitused his fair share of women. He wasn't this monogamous man. He was getting down. And the thing is, you know, the lack of sex in prison is a great motivator to join a cult. See, you won't say it, but I'll say it. These are all cults, all of them. And I honestly, what's, what's not a cult? See, is the Catholic Church a cult? Well, yeah, when the priests are boning down little boys, yeah, I call that a cult. You know what I mean? But that's just how it was. A lot of these people do not understand how their Christian church can easily turn into a cult. <laughs> and that's what i'm saying it's like it's really hard to even be a part of the christian life unless you know same thing with being a jew or a muslim because i know without a doubt muslims it's it's all about cult-like behavior it just is why did they gotta stone them gay dudes why did they gotta throw them off buildings because they're a cult it's a death cult that's what is said in romans mm -hmm. carnal mind is death it's Progressive ideology is death. Killing gay dudes for being gay is death. 
It, it, that, that's literally what Muslims do in these countries. They killed gay people. Why did they do it? And guess what? Progressives won't denounce that. Right. Why? Because they're a death cult. The only people, Jews don't denounce it because they do the same thing in Israel. Yeah. They killed, you know, like that guy Borat. I forgot his name. I think his name is Borat. Uh, That's a movie. <laughs> no, the Shasha Barrett Cohen, he did this. Uh -huh. He went to Israel as a gay dude in, in one of his, I forgot what he, uh, Bruno. He had a movie called Bruno. So uh -huh. Bruno goes to Israel and he was chased and they were throwing rocks at him in Israel. Why? Because they're a death cult. At the root, Jews are the same as Muslims. The only people who aren't going to be throwing stones at them are the Christians. Why? Because I don't know. Christians have this belief that they gotta bring you to Jesus, <laughs> and that's and and I always thought that was a weakness. But actually, now that I understand that Romans verse, I understand why it's important. Right. Because we have to recognize how dangerous the carnal mind is, because I'm telling you, that's how you control everything. And I'm telling you now, I can't give it up. <laughs> Even knowing the truth, I can't give it up. I think I can't. Why? Because I'm a bad man. I'm a bad, bad man. And I'm thinking this is how the world works. God has done dominion over it. And I'm too selfish to like, you know what I mean? Cause like it's, because it's the thing of the ghetto. It's hard to give up your ghetto mentality because, dude, you're always, always trying to fight for your life. And if I give it up, man, there is not, I don't know any Christians beyond you. <laughs> I can go to any church and I will not feel protected because why? Well, I know these fools can be turned, all of them. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these dudes, they're in these churches. And they're no different than Keith, uh, whatever, Rainier, no different than Jim Jones. And then that's why people join, like, the Hebrew Israelites. The Hebrew Israelites, you know, are a black group, but they will not participate in any sodomy. So why do women, there's more female Hebrew Israelites than men. Why? Because chicks probably don't like going down on you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, how many women honestly enjoy sucking cock? you know honestly it's a family show many. man keep it clean <laughs> how many not many that's why so many women join the hebrew israelites why because they don't have to do oh, that man. it's against their religion yeah but it's a cult why wow. because they're all about fighting you saw what those hebrew israelites did at that at that <laughs> uh market street and covington kids like yeah the covington kids yeah you know they were grown men in their 30s with gorilla man strength are going to pick on some little 15-year-old boys? Come on. Why are they doing that? Because yeah. they're a cult. Because that, they're a cult. No, no, no. Yeah. that uh... Cults try to show strength so they could justify to their women that they're not backing down, that they're the correct people. And guess what happened? They proved to their cult followers that they need to be followed. Why? Because they're getting protected. How are they protected? They're protected through sex. They're not going to get it up the butt, and they're not going to, they don't have to go down on their knees. Think about that. That's very powerful. Women don't want to be mistreated, but somehow, some way, Christians don't know this, 
but other people do. See, like, I don't know, like, the whole thing about being gay and all this other stuff, but Christians, they have this weird thing against gay people. Not that they're against it, but, well, they are against it. But mm -hmm. then they don't practice what they preach because it's everything, not just one thing. Right, right. No, no, I know. But, well, Christianity honestly, man, has become lukewarm in that regard, right? And the thing is, you know, I mean, it's just, it's, that's, that's where you've got me on that, you know, is homosexuality is not something that's right. You know, we shouldn't be okay with it, but. <laughs> but nothing is right because it says in the Bible, the carnal mind is death. Yeah. And it really is because we can have all the straight sex in the world and you're it would still, all it would still destroy you. It'd still be death yeah. and all of that. No, you know, it's the truth. You're not supposed like I. I mean, I as bad as because, like I regret sounding like that guy Carl. Uh, what I was gonna say, Carl Sagan, but the other George Carlin. George Carlin. George Carlin has this skit about how old conservatives are just weirdo Christians who don't want anybody to have sex anymore because they've had all this sex and they don't want anybody else to have fun. And, and I'm thinking, God, I sound like a George Carlin skit now. Uh, like I'm literally a George Carlin skit. But the thing is, it's, it's not that I regret. I was taught wrong. I really was because when you really think back at my life, was I a cult leader? Oh, hell yeah, I was a cult leader. You know, it, it's just, but I was doing it in micro, you know, uh, micro, uh, at micro levens. I had little mi mini cults. I had maybe like 40, 50 cults all, you know, all over the place. And then when I was approached by those Chinese dudes to run their cult, I ran their cult all the way from San Diego up to Vancouver. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I had that ability. And, you know, it was wrong. Why? Why was it wrong? Well, because it says so in the Bible. But that's an easy cop-out. But the real reason why it was wrong was because I hurt a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people. Like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people were affected by what we did. And it was all negative, you know, from, and that's just how it goes. Nobody really understands the negativity of cults. They really don't like in the beginning, it seems cool because, you know, it's kind of like that guy, Anthony Robbins, <laughs> you know, Tony Robbins. I don't know anything about him. I don't know if he's a Christian or not a Christian, but people go to Tony Robbins because he's a positive dude. And he's just like uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is a positive dude. He is being employed by Chase Bank to be positive to the black community. I forgot what they call it, but it's like this African-American like achievement thing for Chase. So Kevin Hart, Tony Robbins, they have positive messages, but the problem is this. Every group that tries to do something positive always has the same problem. They're ran by men who cannot control their penises. And if that's the motivation behind these people, then you are going to be screwed in the end. It's the truth. It's, I can't think of any group that hasn't had those issues. Not one, not Christians, not Jewish, not everybody has those problems because they don't know how to control their penises. And 
what made me different was I can control my penis. I just didn't want to. So you know what I mean? And, and that was like part of, see, because part of being a good cult leader is you can't have sex with everybody. You got to pick and choose who you have sex with. Because if you don't let these women know that they're special, like, you know, you bone down like a good 10 or 12 of them. And then you tell those 12 chicks, hey, you do this for me. You do that for me. You do. And I guarantee you, they will spread the word about you like no one's business. And, and that's how you do it. But then if you have sex with everybody, those 12 girls or 10 girls or whatever number you choose to have, they're not going to feel special. But you got to keep your first ring of the first level of your marketers. <laughs> you got to keep making them feel special. So not only do they get your penis, but then they're going to get all the perks that goes along with your penis. And then they're your barrier between everybody else and them. And all those women that they bring in, they're going to want to be with you. But guess what? They never get you. So they will do whatever the other women say. And women trust other women. And that's, dude, I'm telling you, cults are very, very powerful things. Yeah, no, no, it makes sense. It makes sense. It works in politics. It works in the churches. It works everywhere. But the reason why they exist, and there's so many, is because it's the Christian's fault. I'm telling you now, it's the Christian people's fault. Because whoever this Roman dude was, I don't know who wrote Romans, but Roman wrote it. But yeah. Who? Okay, so it's Paul's fault <laughs> because he didn't explain it good enough to people. But no, it's he explained it fine. People just didn't want to accept it. That's the difference here. There's nothing wrong with it. We just talked about it for over an hour. It's people who don't want to accept it or use it for their own gain. That's all I'll say, you know? I mean, that's... Uh, well, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't know. But yeah, but it's the... No, no, I mean, that's... Because they have the answers. They have the answers to world peace. They have the answers to everything in theory. Yeah, but people don't listen. It's got like this. Okay, if you want to talk about how like, okay, the Jews were not spiritual or whatever you want to talk about. Another way of saying that is disobedient. People don't listen. That's, that's all it is. It's not like this is like, why is everyone not saying this? People know this. They just but, want to but hold on. But, see, but it's also a paradox. See, because I just literally said that if we listen to what this guy Paul said, if we understood what this guy Paul wrote, we would have utopia. But then that is what socialism is, communism is. We would have paradise if men were not corrupt. But yeah. here's the thing. The paradox is this. Christianity only works when everybody works hard. They do it in private and they don't you know, it's for themselves. You know what I mean? Like you're not supposed to be part of this big giant community doing this whole thing, like holy rollers, look at me type of stuff. You're supposed to be a hardworking individual and, you know, just get that sex crap out of your head and do what you need to do. You know, as an individual, you know, for spiritual mind and whatever Paul was saying in Romans. You know, you know what I mean? Dude, it's crazy, but it's not socialism. It is the ultimate conservative principle of being sovereign. And that's the whole thing. You cannot be sovereign if your penis is telling you to go to your local chicken head and tell her to blow you for five bucks. You can't do that. 
You know what I mean? Because one, you're going to probably get some weird disease, then you're going to be susceptible to all of these things that people, because what's the big thing right now that people are into? Other types of cults. They're nutrition cults. Do you know that guy, uh, Eddie Bravo? I think that's his name. The yeah. 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu dude. Yeah, yeah. He's on Joe Rogan a lot. Yeah, that guy. He's a cult leader. He is. He's a, he's a cult leader, you know, preaching all of these weird things. But because he's really good at fighting, people follow him, people listen to him. But here's the ultimate truth. A smart man doesn't need to fight. He doesn't. He knows how to walk away. You want to rob me? Guess what? I'll give you more. I'll double it. Why? Because I got tons of it. I don't need it. Here. I don't want to fight you. Don't kill me. Just whatever. Here you go. Boom. Go. Go, 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 go. The ultimate strength comes from inner peace. The ultimate strength comes from knowing that you're taken care of because of your own abilities. Not because the government, not because of anything. Because you have spiritual minded, whatever Paul was saying in Romans. Yeah. That's the ultimate strength. But here's the other thing that nobody wants to ever tell you with these cult leaders like 10th Planet or whoever. Because even 10th Planet sounds like that. That's actually a pretty cool name. Well, yeah, know? I mean, wrap it up with their thoughts because we got to conclude. But, but here's the thing about the, the well, I'll say this about Eddie Bravo's thing anybody could beat anybody all you have to do is be super flexible and super strong just lift your weights data like get this incredible strength that nobody has and that's a weird thing about samson samson had all this weird strength and a woman brought him down <laughs> no, <isn't that> funny? <laughs> no but anyway but that they did i'm telling that's my final thoughts are this that's great the samson thing i thought was great yeah that makes sense no, but think about that that's how you win a fight you want to win a fight be super strong don't be boning down and, and but anyway but but my final thoughts are this it's the christian's fault that we have all these cults I guarantee it. All the stuff that all the problems we see in the streets, everything is because the Christian people failed. That's why it's a failure of Christianity. Mm. And then, because trust me, there would be no progressive if the Christians were teaching properly. Because for some gosh darn reason, people believe we come from monkeys and gorillas. That there is no science to back this, but yet every scientific person believes it. No monkey has ever gave birth to a human child. None. But yet somehow, some way, we believe it. Even Christians. It's insane. It's a failure of the Christian people. <laughs> no, that's a good Good way to wrap that up. And we can dive into that further in more episodes. But I just want to thank you for your, your thoughts on this. You know, this was good talking about the whole progress progression of it because we get really uh, deep into some of the real it's starting yeah, the show is starting to get a little bit more more and more Christian by the day. But that's okay. We can always dive into that. It's good to have a healthy it's very political, but I'm just saying yeah. because it's, no, it's no. because it's hard for people to understand the politics behind of this because you know, the streets really are political. That's why so many political leaders run to the streets. Well, they run to the safety of the streets, which are always found in the churches. <laughs> Every politician will find some ghetto-ass church to, to get their power and get their strength. So right. religion and politics go hand in hand. 
always has. So it's hard to separate religion from the streets, from conservatism, from progressivism, because it's all related. That's why there's a big giant movement for the Christian left. Why? Because they're trying to tell everybody that Christianity is all about socialism. Mm. And it's not the first time this has happened. It worked before. It happened in Nazi Germany. There are a bunch of socialists who are Christians. <laughs> That's the Christian left. Yeah. And see, this country is too stupid to understand that you could be like people think Muslim. Oh, that's left. Well, technically, they're correct, but they're also wrong. They are conservative. Uh, Muslim people are very, very conservative. Conservative just means, you know, holding their tradition, holding their values, whatever. But, you know, so if you can't recognize that Muslims are conservatives, then you're damned. And that's the thing. It's like Muslims are conservative people, but it's just, uh, and they're not like social conservatives as they say, cause that's, that's the, that's the thing. Oh, I'm a social conservative. No, I'm a social liberal, but fiscal conservative. You hear that crap all the time. Yeah. That's more cult like mentality, <laughs> but, but that's false. That is not even remotely true. You cannot be a social liberal and a fiscal conservative. There is no, I mean, there are, you know, people label them whatever they want, but it doesn't work. Yeah. You can't be, you know, fiscally, you know, whatever, whatever. No, it's either you're trying to conserve what you believe or you don't. Conservatives conserve what they believe. And uh, if you believe in all of this openness and, and gang mentality, then, well, yeah, that's what you're going to conserve. And I don't care who it is, whether it's, people in the gangs, people, but they're all pretty much conservative. It's just, you know, with the, every tribe has conservative thought. That's how, that's how you have to survive. There is no liberal tribe that actually works. It just doesn't. They die off too quickly because well, eventually, yeah. well, eventually they're going to fall into like their own devices. And once that happens, that happens. But anyway, all right, those are my final thoughts I no thank drag you it for the contributions and you know again i always want to make sure we keep it succinct so it's not just for me it's for people listening it's like all right well where's the point you know it's like there, there's a lot of ideas here that we always can dive into but thank you guys for listening and we will see you in a further episode check back later take care guys